everybody. My name is Paul Dolsky. And I'm Tessa Baker. And we are here to talk about Zombie Army for Dead War. Now, this is um, a little bit different because Tessa is very familiar with the newest game. She played a little bit of the originals of the, uh, what we would call the Zarm Zombie Army Trilogy. May she she should know like the differences for sure. But let's start off with her. Uh, that the, we we when I first showed you this game when you first got well when I first got you a PS4. One of the games I got you was the Zombie Army trilogy, which of course as you kind of saw when we played came with like three whole campaigns with horror map beyond galore. Now if you remember anything of that original stuff. What did you first think of Zombie Army, um, the trilogy, when I first introduced you to this type of sniper elite type of style? I thought it was actually pretty interesting to see, like, a sniper elite, like, zombie army, like, horde type of feel to it. It kind of almost reminds me a little bit of, like, when I used to play, like, Black Ops to zombie maps and stuff like that. But this is actually a lot more fun because it's actually more based off of um, some of the games that you've shown me. It just has an undead feel to it. Which makes it more fun because it's kind of... It's the word I'm looking for. Refreshing? Yeah, it's refreshing in a way because it's... It's not just like horde mode. You can do an actual campaign where you're fighting the undead and it's it's just, not wave by wave by wave. Yeah, it's not wave by wave, but I do enjoy, you know, horde mode and killing zombies that way, but I just thought it was really neat how they incorporated a campaign where you deal with the undead. Well, I know we haven't gotten you through the original campaign yet. And we played the newest campaign, so I bet you were a little bit confused, or maybe not, because, you know, it is Hitler and all that stuff, but... I would like to go back and play the... The, the original. The original and play through the camp, whole campaign on that one, just so I can kind of see how the events played, like, out. played out and line up. To where we to are. To coincide to where we are in, in the newest Zombie Army 4 Dead War. What do you recognize that is different than the originals? From, like, the, the latest one? Well, it's really kind of hard to say because I haven't played through all the way yet. But I have noticed that there are different zombie horde maps. And new locations and things like that. I did notice that you can still use your guns, like your favorite guns that we used in like Zombie Ar Army Trilogy. Like, I like to use the German sniper rifle, and you like to use a different one. The M1. Yeah, yeah the M1. So I, I did like the fact that you could use your guns that you used in the original Zombie Ar Army Trilogy. So that was refreshing because then I didn't have to really adjust to a new gun. I could use the gun that I used that I was used to. So it made it easier to kind of 
be familiar with the controls and the weapon mechanics, etc. Nothing. We're on the horde map idea. How do you like the idea that in this new one, Zombie Army 4, Dead War, it starts you off with a pistol and you need to basically find your gun with your upgrade or whatever upgrade <clears throat> they throw at you. But it is technically your gun still, but versus, if you remember, with the original Horde, you automatically start with like a sniper rifle and shotgun and stuff like that. Well, I guess in a way I do miss the way that you could um, start with your loadout that you had already um, customized for yourself in Zombie Army Trilogy. I like that idea. Going into Zombie Army 4, going in with a pistol and then having to hunt down your your sniper rifle or your, your secondary and, or wait for it to do like an ammo drop and drop it. You know, I guess it makes it a little a little bit more of a challenge, I guess, than starting off with your your customized loadout from the get go. But so so in the original, when you have what you what we're gonna say the customized loadout, the difference also with the original zombie army is that. We do not have any of the new stuff that we get with Zombie Army 4. And what I mean by that is like, now with uh, GA4, we can get weapon attachment. So like our gun can be incinerary, explosive, or static. We don't have that type of build for our weapons in the originals at all. So... You basically just have your shotgun as your shotgun. I do like that idea, though. I do like the um, elemental, we'll just call it, the elemental weapon attachments. Um, I thought those were pretty neat. Yeah. Just like, I like the idea that if you use your grenade traps, etc., you also unlock the ability for item mods, where you can actually choose between option A or B. Where like, uh, what that I what that like one example I can do? Oh, um, like if I were to throw a frag, I actually have a chance of not only when that explodes, but when it explodes, it turns into three more additional frags. To try to get more. So it's like. <clears throat> so when you throw one. Grenade out. You're technically throwing four out. And I can give an example as well. If you toss like. The divine grenade. In like. As if it were like for an A mod. You would do damage. To the zombies and heal yourself. If you went with the B mod. Then when you would throw the divine grenade, you could not only heal yourself and do damage to the zombies, but you could also heal your partner if they're close enough to you and within the range. Or like what what you do sometimes when we were playing where uh, I have the ability when I have a med kit on me to revive myself if I go down versus if you were to use your med kit, 
I could heal not only myself, but you. If I were close enough If to you were you. close enough to me, yes. Yeah. It doesn't heal me all the way like it does with you. But it gives me... Gives you three quarters, three quarters of your health back. Yeah, about 25% then, I would say. And also, like, when Paul's talking about, like, your weapon attachments and stuff, when you're upgrading your guns... You also can make them have, like, incendiary or a damage mod or um, a divine divine bullets or something like that. Right. Which I thought was also kind of really neat because um, with, the, like, you can also have abilities where, like, if you're using, like, a divine attachment on your weapon or divine abilities on your, on your, your gun... You could also heal your partner with those bullets. They wouldn't hurt them, they would heal them. Whereas they would do, obviously, do damage to the undead. Because they're, I guess, for lack of better wording, blessed. Yep. So I thought that was kind of neat. So we played the campaign and all the horde maps, including that new DLC that you got us because, um,. I guess you wanted to play it or something. Like, yeah, something Terror Lab. Yep. Now, well, first of all, what did you think of this campaign? I know, like, we just mentioned earlier, like, uh, I don't know, maybe five or, or so minutes ago, you we were talking about or um, having to, to go back to revisit it so you can at least see what's going on in the campaign to get you caught up with everything what's going on. But from what for you saw... Of this new one, how did you like... I actually really enjoyed the campaign for this one. Um, it was actually a lot of fun. We both had a lot of fun with it. There were, like, certain points where we we, are, we would get a little frustrated because of, like, the enemies, or, like, the specific enemy. Because there, there's so many different types of undead in this game... Like, you've got blind screamers, you've got, like, the normal, like, undead, you've got rocket snipers, you've got regular sniper zombies. you got a heavy machine gunner, you got a butcher, you got a flamer. Yeah, and if you're not, like, for example, like, if you're not standing in the right area in a horde map and you get yourself backed up into a corner with any of these heavies as we call them which is like the heavy machine gunner the flamer the butcher and you get backed up into a corner you're essentially screwed and we do have officers just wanted to throw that out oh yes and the officers are also fun too because they can control the undead they can um also summon them summon them and um I guess my least favorite officer, which one I would get most annoyed with, would be the suicide summoning officer, which would summon the suicide bombers, zombies, and they would essentially blow you up if you didn't blow them up first. Basically. And it would get really annoying if you had more than one suicide officer out on the field. Like, that one map that we did... That wasn't a horde map, it was during the campaign where we were up, up in the graveyard and there was like three different suicide officers summoning mm, yeah. zom uh, zombie suiciders. That was annoying. 
but we got through it, but it took a couple of tries, but it was just really, like, tedious. Yeah. So, besides the German sniper that we already know you enjoy to use, what other weapon do you, have you found that you liked? Um, the, what was it, the M911 handgun? Or M1911, yeah. Yeah, M1911 handgun. I actually like it. Paul actually prefers the... Webley. The Webley. And he likes his M1 sniper rifle. Whereas I like my German uh, Ger 43 or whatever it's called. I think it's Ger 43. Well, correction. I like my M1 semi-auto, but but the semi-auto of the M1 is a DLC, which I have to, I guess, get eventually. But, yeah. <clears throat> um, my other favorite besides the Webley. My, the Webley has always been a favorite of mine since um, Sniper Elite V2. And... Otherwise, I like the silent pistol one, even though that thing can get you killed when you're really trying to be stealthy and you're trying to play on, like, sniper elite difficulty. So, you gotta, like, really pray that that bullet just hits him in the head and not his helmet. And if it hits somebody in the helmet, you better hope that the next shot connects to the head. Um, otherwise, Webley is the way to go just because six bullets... It, revolver or so yeah perfect anyway uh yeah i didn't mind this campaign since i'm fully aware of the of the story of what's going on i was curious to see how hitler was coming back because considering how you know the original camp uh, campaign story ended it was curious but I don't want to get into too much info of how Hitler returned, because that basically... Would be a spoiler. A big one. But it, I I think they succeeded with it. It was, it was you it know... It was good the way that they... It was well done the way that they did it. No, for me, it wasn't... I wouldn't, for me, anyway. I mean, I wouldn't say it was well done, but it was just one of those things like, oh, okay, of course, yeah, that makes sense how you could only bring them back. But once again, I'm just saying that's my word. Tessa's not fully aware of what really went down in the final stand between us and Hitler last time. So that's all I'm going to say. Well, then that just means we just have to play it. and Right, right, right. And I'm not trying to say, like, I hope you didn't just you know, not enjoy it, but I just feel, because I know the story, it's just one of those things, like, yeah, I guess that's the only way, ha ha, okay, whatever. I was a little bit disappointed with a little bit of Hitler stuff, a little bit this time around, because I was, well, I just didn't feel there wasn't much of them, is all I'm gonna say. Anyway, on to the other thing that you and I were kind of looking forward to, real quick. So, it's the zombie great white shark. Ah, yes, the shark. We were we were curious of this thing, especially with the trailer. It looked like there was a great white shark that was in a town on the road trying to bite off the, our protagonist. Like, hand or head or something. And then we finally get it, and we see... That the only time we really get to see the shark really in action is by the cutscenes. Uh, 
where it's released into the water and we don't really get to interact with it. Or it doesn't really give us a chance to we don't really mess with it. Yeah, we don't really get to mess with it. It most of the time when we've seen the shark, it's basically when it's a part of like a zombie a trap. zombie trap. Which we'd have to like trigger it to get it to do something to take out the zombies. It was never like we never got a chance to like face off against it like we thought we were going to, or at least like see more of what we saw of it. Yeah, like there's a couple things that we saw that actually show us the shark in action, and what I mean action is like in the water like, swimming around or whatever. But other than that... It doesn't uh, really bother us. Yeah, it's just there for the scare, I guess. I don't know. Anyway, anyway that one I thought was a big disappointment. Yeah, I was disappointed <clears throat> with that as well, because we were both looking forward to more of a interaction with it. Yeah. Which is the next thing I, would, I wanted to bring up of why... Uh, I mentioned the shark here as well. So, Terra, uh, Tessa did buy us the first DLC mission called Terra Lab. So we kind of got the first part of what's going on after this campaign. And all I'm going to say about this between the DLC map and the Great White is I hope somewhere in this new campaign we can maybe face off a Great White. Not, ha not just being a trap for him. Even though the trap forms are kind of cool with the shark, but it's it's not what I really it's wanted. It's not what we expected. It's, well, it's not what I wanted. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, speaking of Terralab, though, what did you think of the Terralab? Without uh, spoiling too much. Terralab, first part, I actually enjoyed it. Um, I, I can't wait to see it, what else is added to it. I'm hoping that maybe, like you said, they do something with the shark in it. Um, we'll have to wait and see when the rest of Terra Lab actually comes out. But from what we did get to play, it wasn't bad, but I think I might have enjoyed the actual, uh, campaign more. Because, obviously, there was more of a story to it, blah, blah, blah. There was more to it to do, etc. Yeah, it, it did, what to say, it does review with questions of what, how they ended the first mission. Yes, it does. I another thing that I did like about um the campaign is the different collectibles that you had to find and like how many of them you had to find and what they were and everything and um I actually um thought that the zombie hands were quite comical. There was one zombie hand in particular in the game that was really funny that was doing like a shadow puppet like sparring thing with like this creepy ass doll, which was kind of funny. And not to mention the creepy ass doll themselves. Oh yeah, throughout the game there are these creepy ass dolls. And every time you encounter one, even if you've encountered the same one before, they change. So every time you play, they, like, change. They're not always the same position. And they do different things throughout the campaign, too, yeah. as well. Like, one example is uh, we saw one where uh, the doll was holding a bloody knife, and then next thing you know, holding 
the other doll's head. Or like Paul went into this house and there was like four of them lined up against the wall with run written over the over the doll's heads and then there was like this giant doll laying in the bed in that same room and the dolls would what go after you, right? No, that that wasn't part of that room. But yeah, that that room was where I walked in and there's four dolls on the ground just staring at me. And then, like, so, of course, they um, started to come near me. And when they did, I turned around quickly where the bed was. And there's this gigantic doll on the bed. And that's it. Like, the other one disappeared. But now I got this big-ass doll now on the bed. Four of the horde maps were base game. And then the Undead Wood came from a free update for the whole uh, Terror Lab stuff. What what horror ma- mode map do you like? Horde mode map do you like so far? Which, do you have like a favorite horde map out of the five that we have? Um, I'd have to say I liked I liked Bitter End. And, um, what was it, Darkwood, right? Undeadwood? Yeah, Undeadwood, yeah. The forest one, That that's a good one, too. How about you? I like the Dead in the Water. I don't really mind too much of the Into the Darkness, because that's more of a, um, right-in-your-face type of thing. Um, otherwise, I do, I will have to agree about Undeadwood. And Paul and I, when we were playing the Horde maps, Horde maps, which you can see those on YouTube, um, we actually figured out a system for several of the Horde maps that we played, like a, a, a two-player system where we could survive and escape on each map. And it seemed to work, so I mean... Yeah, it was definitely effective once we figured out like where we should hold up and hold our ground and everything. Yeah, and I think once Tessa gets more comfortable with the game, I'm not saying she's comfortable now, but I'm saying once she gets more comfortable too, is um, we can try more harder uh, difficulties, more on Horde, and see how we can go, how we can go from there. Just to, just, just to test our skills, I guess. Are there any type of things in this new ZA4 that you did not like? I guess I really wasn't a fan at certain points where they would throw, like, so many heavies at us at once, along with, like, the undead horde. And, like, um, there was, like, this one chapter of the game one section of it where we were pretty much backed up into a corner and we had to keep trying like different different angles and different methods to try to get through the level because we would keep dying because it seemed like we would um mommy sorry amara it seems that we would get fucked every time we turned around 
It's the one with the big giant hand in the center of the floor. Oh, I already knew which one you were talking about. Yeah, that one. So, yeah. That's yeah. where we had to basically, we basically just said, we'll just run up there. Yeah, go to the second the floor, get off the ground there. floor. Yeah. Yeah. So, we basically, we kept getting screwed over being on the ground floor. So, we went upstairs to the second floor, and I would get on a turret and Paul would back me up with, like, cover fire from, like, a sniper rifle or his Webley or something like that. Yeah, because uh, cause they were ultra-spawning behind us. So yeah. she would get in anything in front of us. I would try to watch anything that came behind or in front. That got too close, really, with the idea. So I tried to focus on, like, any heavies or anything that would come at us. And he would back me up. And that that's our system, and that's how it seems to work for us. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah, we had to go on both sides, too. Yep, both sides. Yeah, because it was, it was just ridiculous. Because, yeah, go ahead. Well, I was going to say, because uh, it got ridiculous to the point because there was rocket snipers mixed with the heavy, and when they gave up the heavy, it was like... Two butchers and a goddamn flamethrower. And maybe if you didn't kill the rocket sniper in time, then he's jumping around throwing rockets at your, in your face along with what I just mentioned. And yeah, it can get very... Very annoying, very quickly. And you don't have cover because you're getting slammed up the ass too much by either gunfire from the heavy gunner or getting grilled a bit by the flamer or maybe your head just got chopped off by the butcher. And all the while, while you're dealing with the undead horde and the undead heavies, you have to find charges to set as blast charges on these um, hell towers. Yes. And when you're carrying these charges to the ground floor, to the hell tower, all you have equipped is a pistol. You can't use anything else. So, I mean, I mean, Seth hasn't played the original yet, but this, this is the type of, like, annoying level, as I called it. It's not as bad as what the one that I'm thinking of, but it comes very goddamn close. But, um... There, so, this is for Tessa's sake. Um, so, there is one level in one of the original campaigns where once you hit, like, this alarm or whatever, there's a bunch of armored heavy guys that come after you. It's nothing but really, like, heavy armored people that just fill the room. And you gotta, like not only survive them, but then you need to run away and basically escape and et cetera, et cetera. Oh, fun, fun. Looking forward to that. Yeah. And just remember, you don't have any weapon attachments in this original campaign. Oh, goody. So you got to rely on the whole uh, empty breath thing, which I'm quite quite annoyed with that just a little bit with the new one because I'm, I guess I gotta get used to it but the new way of emptying your lung with this weapon focus thing it's cool and all but it's also very uh, time consuming I, I, well yeah I guess it takes too damn long 
Well, I guess, but that's not what I'm... That's not the word I'm looking for. I guess it's just like you really got to make sure when you go to use it that you're locked on to the enemy. And if you're not locked on really good, then you're you're going to waste that shot. That powered up shot, I guess I'm going to say. And if you get slammed around because nobody's covering you or these fucking random zombies just came out of nowhere and just start attacking you, biting your ass and ankles... And you miss that shot, you kind of get pissed because it's just like, wow. Now I gotta kill all these zombies again just to fill it and maybe hope I get the hit on the next one. I just like, I don't know, I just like the old way where it's just you hold your breath and you usually get a better chance at it. Yeah. You'll see what I mean when you when we go back to act replay. Yeah, well, I do. I do remember like emptying your lung, on in the original. Um. Right, but we you don't we didn't have to worry about the walk in box. That's like. Yeah, but I also remember when we played Sniper Elite, like the empty lung on that one too, mm -hmm. and I didn't do too bad on that one. No, because that that's like the way of Sniper Elite at the time. Now it seems like they need they want you to have this walk system where they actually showed you like a walking box, and if you don't have that walking box, then you have a chance of missing your shot. It's basically what I'm trying to say. Mm -hmm. That's the difference, I know. That's why I say it's frustrating when you get all the way up to that weapon focus and then if you miss that shot, now you got to kill the X, the X amount just to re-get it back and hope that you don't waste that shot. Which seems very tedious indeed and, and quite annoying, and I can see why you could get frustrated. But you've also played, like, both sniper elites plus both zombie armies... Whereas I've only partially played through part of Zombie Army Trilogy, which we need to, like I said, go back and play that. And I've played the Zom the Sniper Elites with you. And the oh, newest, bit, yeah, yeah, and the newest uh, Zombie Army. So yeah. I guess I need a little bit more practice with it because and familiarize myself with it more because you have more experience with playing the games than I do. So. Well, right. Because, like I said, Sniper Elite V2 was where it was at for me. And that was a fun game. Which we need to do that campaign, too, on Sniper Elite. And then we need to introduce you to Sniper Elite 3 a little bit. And then I need to play Sniper Elite 4 because I uh, haven't gotten a chance to beat that one yet. Yeah, there's your itch to scratch on that one. Exactly. Ah, <laughs> uh, let's see. Hmm. I honestly cannot think of anything else right now. I can't think of anything else to add either. So, if we... Well, we, we probably will, but when we get maybe the next DLC, we can talk more. Or maybe when we get the other two DLCs for the whole Terra Lab storyline, maybe we can come back on and talk more about Zombie Army. But that's our thoughts for right now. And it's a nice little easy episode. We just wanted to do it because it was fresh in our mind. 
and we've just been playing that mainly. Tesla's been enjoying it, and it's um, another way of some zombie slaying couple stuff. Which, uh, at the time of recording, we have one more horde map to record together and escape on, and that is Until the Darkness. So, stay tuned for that, and I guess watch out for any undead sharks, because maybe they're just not that great, and they won't really attack you unless you just trigger the trap. <laughs> and as for Hitler, stay the fuck dead. And as always, stay scary. Stay scary.